Nina would have came up with something like way. Nina would have like, got hit by a semi truck and run <laughs> over by a pack of wild donkeys. And then struck by lightning. <laughs> Sabrina. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Anubis Backwards Podcast. We have not recorded in months. I'm like, this this feels so weird. Yeah, it's not been months. It's literally been a month, but it feels like years. <laughs> I'm like, my friends, I missed you. I not that we don't like text still, but you know. Not the same. I annoy them daily. I'm like, here's dumb thoughts. You sent us pictures of dogs. Iconic. So since we haven't recorded in a bit, we've got lots of housekeeping and cast news. So first of all, happy birthday to Jade and Nikita Ramsey, aka Patricia and Piper, who are having a birthday on February 10th. I don't know how old they're turning. 30 something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 30 something. And then, uh, Alex Sawyer, a.k.a. Alfie, a.k.a. our friend. Go listen to the episode where we interviewed him. Uh, <laughs> his birthday is February 13th. I think he's 29? Yeah. He's, yeah. yeah he's 1993. Like, he's, the same year You know what I love is that last year we dropped a bonus episode for his birthday. I know. <laughs> I wish we could do that again. Alex, hit us up. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have a cast update. So... Berkeley is in a Lifetime movie called Caught in His Web, and that's coming out on February 19th. There's not a lot of information out on this movie, because I check daily, because I'm like waiting for a trailer, or some sort of tidbit of information, and there's nothing. Thank you to at some wacky fella for letting us know about this movie, because we did not know. So, I appreciate it. We appreciate it. It's been a hot minute since Emily just creeped on a the cast IMDb. Also, like, the problem is I have Google alerts set up to our shared account, but because Ali ship has been killing it with tick, tick, boom, I don't check them because I wake up and the email's like, cast, like Google notifications, Ali, Alexander ship. Then it says something about tick, tick, boom. So I don't even bother to read the rest of the email. I'm like, bye. Yeah, is viral on TikTok. Right? Love yeah. that for her. I got okay, so team. thrown off. There were like movie clips on my TikTok for you page that I'm like, wait. It's her. I watched that movie, but I like literally keep seeing the green green dress on me. I'm like, you know what? I absolutely love this. <laughs> I also still need to see the movie. I was gonna watch it last Monday when I was off, and then my brain was like, "No, we're going to bed." We we did not. It's a fantastic movie. It's the House of Anubis High School Musical crossover. We didn't know we needed. They have a duet. Gabriella and KT have a duet. You know, we love that so. for them. And you know, yeah. we also love when we used to do the House Maneuvers role play. I was just exposing myself on my House Maneuvers podcast. My face character was Andrew Garfield. So I uh, love that Andrew Garfield and uh, Ali are in a movie together. That would have been so good for the, for the role play. It would have been wow. really good for the role play back in like literally 2012. 2011. So. Also, just really on brand of the universe to like have Andrew Garfield make a comeback because he was a very 2012 thing. Just like, <laughs> not that not that he hasn't done stuff since then, but I feel like he was super popular in 2012 and now he's like super popular again. Yeah, I feel like he was very popular at that time, and that's why he was my face character in the role. I mean, I'm sounding like a giant nerd, but like also like, is it really exposing myself as the house of newest? We were all in the role play. It wasn't just you. We <laughs> all became friends because of the role play. <laughs> I was, my face characters were, I had Elle Fanning, and uh, I could picture the guy, he was from the Hunger Games, 
It's like the blonde guy from the Hunger Games. Which guy so from I don't the Hunger Games? Josh Hutcherson? No, he was Sam one of the Clapland? Tribunes. From, oh, like an obscure one? Yeah, it was like a... But he was hot. That's why he was <laughs> famous. <laughs> and I had so many gifts of both of them. Good time. I remember this, but it's also like one of those things that I don't remember enough to be like, ah, yeah. I don't fully remember. I just remember it's Andrew Garfield. And then we made like a bunch of stupid, like we made a bunch of videos, like YouTube videos. <laughs> you know what? Good for us. I remember that. I, I absolutely <laughs> love this. <laughs> I remember the It's videos. probably all I... still out there. You know what? Like the, the level to which I made some of my best friends because of the stupid house maneuvers are real blind. <laughs> <laughs> no regrets anyways we are really just exposing ourselves let's get into this i can't work at 5 a.m yeah. let's talk Expo- I, we've exposed ourselves enough at this point like that doesn't phase me so <laughs> anyway oh that doesn't phase me either i just am like let's go guys <laughs> and we've got to go to bed and then one last thing there is a very important instagram picture that many people posted over the weekend there was an anubis girls reunion with everyone from season one well except for clarissa but it was jade nikita anna tazy and natalia all together in la and they took a picture and they were all posting it and it was so cute and they looked like they had so much fun and they were all posting on their stories and tagging each other and it's the closest thing we've gotten to a reunion in a very long time so i was very excited it sucker punched some of us right in the face it did if you know you know yeah, if you saw my tweet that a lot more people saw than I wanted to, <laughs> you know yeah. how surprised I was. But <laughs> <laughs> but I'm very happy for them. They all look like they had a lot of fun, and they're all so cute. And yeah, that was important news we had to share. So the boys are up next. Honestly, shout out to Brenna and I both accidentally causing drama in two separate fandoms over the weekend. <laughs> Wait, yes. are you causing drama too? I did. Not with House Manubis, though. Alright, so today we are going to be talking about House of Forgeries, House of Hijack, so let's get to it. So Alfie walks into the library and tells Sabuna that he had a terrible dream where Vera was a double agent, Rufus was a kidnapper, and Fabian's godfather was a mole. And then Nina says, well, I wish that was a dream. So Patricia, um, Amber gets really confused when Alfie calls Jasper a mole, and she's like, you know, I love her. She's blonde, though. She's a dumb, she's a cliche dumb blonde at times. But Patricia goes, not that kind of mole ams. And for some reason, Patricia calling Amber ams made me soft. It's cute. I like, I don't know, anytime anyone calls anyone a nickname, it's like, oh, they're close. They're good friends. We love that. Jasper walks in and asks, how can he help them? And Amber says he can grovel or tell them how to get Trudy and the dollhouse back. He glares at Jerome and says that he shouldn't have told them. Fabian says he could have told him the truth. And Jasper said it was to protect him. Nina explains that they've dealt with Rufus before, so they know how evil he is and they need his help. Jasper says the one thing that might help is getting Rufus the mask of Anubis. Amber says he can get in line. They come up with a plan to trick him with the replica mask. Then in the lounge, they start hashing out a plan. Alfie goes to make a replica mask more convincing. And then Jerome is going to take everyone to the barn when Alfie gives Jasper the mask. Patricia is going to stay back at school and cover for everyone. She says it's no problem, especially because Mr. Sweet has taken an interest in her now that she's dating Eddie. Um, Love this for me. I don't know why. I Honestly, this the whole like... He's taking more of an like interest in me now that I'm dating. I think she called. Does she call him Junior in the scene? Yeah, she called. I think so. Yeah. I'm like, I just, I really like this scene. I don't know if it's a good thing for her because, like, obviously your boyfriend's dad is your like principal, basically your principal, but like, 
I like it. I like the yeah. vibe. It's just cute that they're like finally admitting they're dating after mm-hmm. all this build up. Eddie's reading something on his tablet when Joy and Mara walk up. He asked if they've read the new post from Jackal Anonymous because it's genius and he wants to know who's writing. Mara says Jackal's probably an alias and Joy says that he sends her a few articles a week and that she's been posting. I just love that the school just has a gossip site now. Is it supposed to be a gossip site? Because I thought it was just like their school news, but it like turned into a gossip site. <laughs> yeah, well, I think this website is their school newspaper, but now we got Jackal Anonymous, which is just like gossip. <laughs> Miss Valentine looks at Joy and gestures for her to come over. She asks if everything is okay, and she says it's just boy trouble, Fabian trouble. She says they were close, but now he can't even look at her. Miss Valentine asks if they fell out, and Joy said she was pushed, but she can't get over him. Miss Valentine says she needs to get to the root of the problem and solve it. Joy then says Nina when she walks away. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, I feel bad for Joy, because obviously it sucks watching someone you like fall for someone else. But I feel like Miss Valentine gave her very shitty advice. <laughs> like, oh, you have a problem? Just fix it. Just just get to the, get to the root of the problem and fix it. Like, she made it sound like it was so easy. <laughs> when it's okay. not that black and white. So I responded to your your thing, which I don't think she really is, like, a fully aware of what happened. To me, it sounds like more like she just thinks they had some sort of weird falling out or they got into a fight and, like, Fabian was basically, like, over it. Like, cut her out completely versus, like... Mm-hmm. Because, like, I don't think Joy's not... Joy's not wrong about the whole, like, I was pushed out, like, of my friend's lives thing. Because she was. Like, the world kept spinning. But Mrs. Valentine doesn't know that. So, like, to Mrs. Valentine, it's probably, like, oh, me... Like, probably sounded like me and Fabian got into a huge blow and I just basically got cut off. Like, so maybe Mrs. Valentine's thinking, like, oh, just go talk to him. Like, just go apologize to him and figure out what, like, what really went wrong. When it, I mean, we know that it's not... That's not what happened, but, like, she probably doesn't. That's a good point. That's a very good point. She doesn't know the whole story. So, Alfie meets Jasper in the hallway to pass over the fake mask. He's impressed and says he'll go arrange the handover with Rufus. Alfie then goes to his locker and Nina tries to call him from the exit where the rest of them are waiting, but he doesn't hear. So she walks over to grab him, but then the bell rings and Mr. Sweet catches them before they can leave. So Alfie and Nina get stuck in class taking a Shakespeare test and Nina texts Fabian to say that they will meet him later. Patricia passes a note over, but Alfie can't read it, and then Mr. Sweet catches him and takes the note. He gives Alfie detention. Okay, so the note says, like, need to set the farm or whatever it says. Why was Mr. Sweet more concerned about, like, Al- like, like, I don't know how to explain it, but Mr. Sweet was more concerned about, like, Alfie skipping to go on a date to a barn versus, like, the fact that another student was also probably skipping. Like, who else was he? Who was he going on a date with to this barn? That's a good point. Like, he didn't seem concerned. Like, you'd think he'd be like, like, oh, where is this barn? Let's go get the student. And, like, who does he think sent Alfie this note? Like, meet us at the barn? Because it was clearly someone in the class. This makes no sense. It was, like, chaotic, and then it absolutely, like, just did not, bl- it didn't blow. Made zero sense. Yeah, and especially, especially too, that he's missing, like, five students in the class right now or something <laughs> like that. Like, <laughs> like, Fabian's gone, Amber's gone, Jerome's gone, zero concern. Yeah, well, just like, oh, but Alfie like, with a note. Oh, there is a pink eye outbreak or whatever. Like, what a weird outbreak to have at your I know. School. <laughs> like, so does he just think, like... They're all out sick. With pink eye, specifically. And he's like, yeah, seems legit. So Jerome, Fabian, and Amber are hidden behind the bushes outside the shed waiting for Jasper and Rufus. Rufus finally comes out and locks the shed before driving away. Jerome's trying to figure out how they're going to get through four locks to open the door, and then Fabian grabs a bobby pin from Amber's hair, saying it's the one useful thing he picked up from his rebel roomie. 
Then he says, for Nina, for Trudy, and for the mask. And then Jerome's like, don't forget my dad's gem. So first of all, I felt really bad watching them in this scene because I just knew it was freezing. They're, you could just like see their breaths the entire time <laughs> when they're talking. Um, there was also a behind-the-scenes video of this episode specifically. And like you literally, um, I think it was Anna complained for a solid like, a good hunk of it about how cold she is. If I can find that video again, I'll post it to the our Twitter. I wrote, weren't there behind-the-scenes photos of this scene and they're wearing giant coats? So I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Probably more energy. I also love um, Jerome just calling out this whole, like, for Nina, for the mask. He's like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, like, what about my dad's gem? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> me too, Jerome, me too. Did I have a note my Google Drive? Oh, I did. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what, like, the whole, like, coloring or overlay they did for this episode, but, like, everyone's eyes are really pretty this episode. I don't know how to explain it, but they're pretty. They look, like, richer. Anyways. <laughs> I thought it was funny because Amber was like asking a question and she said one and she said blah 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 and she said in B. So back at the house, Victor walks into the common room and announces that dinner will be delayed, but then he realizes only Nina and Patricia are there. While Victor is talking, Nina realizes that his pocket watch has a falcon symbol and then when he walks away, Alfie walks in and Nina tells them what she saw. Um, I don't know why Laura, wait, are these, oh, these were actually highlighted in my color. I didn't highlight this week, guys. That's why I'm confused. I, yeah, I'm um, slowly highlighting them for you. <laughs> Patricia's outfit is cute. Again, inner, like, wannabe emo kid from the early 2010s. But also, <laughs> like, where are the, like, three not Sabuna kids? Like, what are Eddie, Mara, and Joy up to in this moment? That's a great point. They should be also ready for dinner. So back at the shed, Fabian is attempting to unlock the locks, and then he pops open the fourth lock. He slowly opens the door, and they find the dollhouse. Trudy's asleep in the corner, and they start untying her. Back at the house, Nina, Patricia, and Alfie run to her room, but then Sankara appears in the doorway and says, You shall not pass. Alfie and Patricia are confused, and Nina says, You still can't see her? So then Sankara curses them, and now they can see her. Nina begs her to let them go so that they can help their friends, but Sankara says they have only one task, to go to the mask chamber. So Alfie manages to run out, but Nina and Patricia are stuck in her room. Um, I was just like, I forgot that ne- Patricia and Alfie weren't cursed. Like, they almost made it to the end of the season without getting cursed. <laughs> and then also, it seemed like too easy for Alfie just to run and leave. Like, he just literally ran. Why couldn't the rest of them run out? Or also, why didn't St. Carl, like, zap him and make him stay or something? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not mad that he left because that was important, but I just thought that was interesting. Back at the shed, they get Trudy untied and start checking the dollhouse. Fabian asks if Rufus did anything to it, but Trudy says that he was obsessed with it. Jerome then starts asking if she's seen a gem, but Amber and Fabian say like they really need to get going, but then all of a sudden the door shuts. And now it's time for an ad break. Bum bum bum. Yeah. So which we got a sponsor again, guys. So exciting. Um sorry it's Anchor again, but just, you know, we're getting paid, so <laughs> <laughs> So enjoy that, and we'll be back. And we're back. So, it turns out Vera showed up to the shed, and she's the one that locks everyone back inside. Oh, maybe murder is okay sometimes. (laughs) So Fabian says they're trapped, and Amber gives him her last bobby pin to pick the locks. Jerome and Fabian look at her like she's crazy, and Fabian reminds her that the locks are on the other side of the door. With your face and the beautiful eyes in the converse. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I had to. 
after everything. Okay. Uh, go stream Fearless Taylor, Taylor's version. Uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway, Jerome says if it comes down to it, they could all leave separately and he wouldn't mind going first. Amber tells him to man up. I love Jamber. Warm. Back at the house, Sankara still won't let Nina and Patricia go. She says they need to find the reflectors, and Nina tells her they can't because Victor has too many. Sankara says that won't be a problem and finally leaves. Amber and Trudy are trying to break open the door, but it won't budge. Jerome is attempting to pry open a window, and then suddenly they hear an engine, but they realize it doesn't sound like Rufus's car, so they all start yelling for help. Then Alfie busts down the door with his lawnmower, and the door falls and crushes the dollhouse, but everyone's relieved because they're saved, but then they realize the door also knocked down Trudy. Um, so most important part of the scene is the Jamber moment. So as the door is coming down, they all kind of like run out of the way and duck. And so like Amber ducks into Jerome and Jerome puts his arm around her. We love Jamber. Same. I- iconic. Um, so I literally just screamed out the dollhouse. And then I was like, cause you see the dollhouse get crushed, but you don't see it. Like the door hit Trudy. And then I felt really bad. Cause then I was like, Oh my God, Trudy. So Yeah. <laughs> Um, you're like the dollhouse oh wait no, oh, Trudy. no. <laughs> person <laughs> well no because like again you don't you see the dollhouse get crushed but you don't see like the door take out trudy yeah yeah for good reason i don't think i'd want to watch the the door take out trudy i'm glad they uh just cut to her <laughs> knocked out instead so nina and patricia are spying on victor who is clearly looking for something at the house patricia asks if she really thinks sankara is gonna rough him up because she'd be okay with that Nina says she doesn't want anyone else getting hurt, so they need to get the reflectors from him for his sake and for theirs. They sneak out and go to the barn. Honestly, guys, I'm with Patricia on this one. (laughs) If Sankara wants to rough up Victor, that's fine with me too. As they're about to leave, Fabian and Jerome drag Trudy in and lay her on the couch. She wakes up and doesn't remember anything. Victor asks what's going on, and Fabian says she was going for a walk in the woods and a big branch fell on her. Sabuna all nods and agrees. Victor seems skeptical, so he asks Trudy again what exactly happened, and then Vera steps in and says not to bother her. Go Fabian with a somewhat believable lie. Good for him. Good for him. I mean, Nina not the most relate. believable lie, but like Nina would have came up with something like way. Nina would have like, got hit by a semi truck and run <laughs> over by a pack of wild donkeys, and then struck by lightning. <laughs> <laughs> So that night, Vera meets Rufus in the library. Vera asks about the artifact from Jasper, and Rufus says it was the mask, and he has an important question for her about it. He asks if he could share the power it holds with her, and she was like, yes, we'll be rich. But then Rufus is like, no, no, it's not for the money. It's it's for the power. It's for eternal life. It's about drive. It's about power. We stay hungry. We stay <laughs> 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 with that. <laughs> Rufus' theme song. <laughs> Sorry. But just like throwing this out there, uh, as I get older, um, I'm no longer accepting marriage proposals. I'm only accepting offers to spend eternity together. Like, <laughs> how romantic. He's like, do you want to spend eternity with me and we will be gods and goddesses together? <laughs> oh, I said, has Vera moved on from Victor to Rufus? Vera has seen them both. We all, we know that. Vera's just horny. <laughs> You're she not just wrong. flirts for what she wants. <laughs> good for her, honestly. Good for her. Like, strong women. I don't like it. It makes girl me boss. Like, good for her. <laughs> Vera <laughs> really is like girl boss, gaslight gatekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> no, we talked about this, but I 
woke up at 2 a.m. and I watched four episodes of Legends of Tomorrow because what else would I do, personally? And, like, not to make it complicated, but there's two versions of one of my favorite characters. So the first time we meet the second version of her, like, the version the first version of her's boyfriend who doesn't like remember the first version of her is like really into her because you know she looks like this girl he's been dreaming about or whatever and so she starts flirting with him trying to get him to give her information i'm like you go queen go off (laughs) good for you bestie so at the house nina is leaving a message for her grand saying she'll visit soon she then vents to her friends about how bad she feels for not visiting visiting her more and Fabian's like, oh, it's okay. You're trying your best. Also, I have some bad news for you. The dollhouse broke. And Nina, who's like already upset, kind of starts crying. <laughs> She's like a lot happening. In one- like, why did he pick that moment to tell He's her? like, yeah, BTW, the dollhouse broke. Here's a piece of the broken dollhouse. So um, I didn't actually type this in my notes, but I really forgot that Gran was ill already. Oh, for yeah. some reason, I thought it hadn't happened yet. And I was like, wait, Gran's ill? What? You can tell we have basically only recorded... We've watched two episodes over the span of, like, four months. I know. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. I'm, I'm like, what's happening on this show? <laughs> um, also, like, Fabian sweater. I like it. I like it. For some reason, this is an iconic Fabian look for me. Same. I think he wears it more than once, and I think that's he why it's kind of, like... He must. That makes sense. And then, did we know Grant's name was Evelyn Meridian? Yes. Yeah, because the, the last name's important. I think we'll get to that soon. So Vera is with Victor in the cellar. Victor is showing her the elixir of life, but says it's missing the final ingredient. Suddenly they hear something and Vera comments on how cold it suddenly feels. They go to investigate and Sankara appears. She warns them to abandon their search or they will know no mercy. The next morning, Mara asks Joy if she's coming to breakfast and Joy says she just has to look at her new message from Jack Jackal. Mara tells her that she didn't get a message from Jack Jackal, but then she backtracks and is like, oh, like, do you know who it is yet? And Joy's like, I don't know who it is, but I don't really care because the website has more hits than ever now. Then Mara leaves and Joy reads the headline out loud. American student cuts class and abandons own grandmother. So like, we all know I'm a Joy stan. We love Joy. But this is just, this is, this is awful. This is very bad. We're, we're at the beginning of a very bad thing. Just did a bad thing. I don't regret the thing I did. Literally, <laughs> That's joy, what, know what it is. Literally, joy this entire like arc. Oh, I forgot about that sound. That's a good one. We'll have to bring it back. Yeah, every time joy like just keeps writing articles. So downstairs, everyone's ready for breakfast, but there's no food, and Vera is gone. Trudy walks in and she's like, oh, well, I can make breakfast. And then Victor walks in and tells Nina that she needs to go see Mr. Sweet. Fabian asks if she's all right. And Nina says, what could I have done wrong besides lying, stealing, skipping class to solve a 3,000 year old mystery? <laughs> I thought that was funny. Then Victor asks everyone where Vera is and starts looking all over the house for her. He goes into her room and has this like very shocked face. And he's like, oh, my God, something. And But we don't know what happened. And that's going to be the episode. <laughs> And I thought it was a funny cliffhanger because, like, you know, it's implied something happened to Vera. But, like, I don't feel very, like, (gasps) because I don't really care what happens to Vera. So, I mean, truly, you said that. And I was like, wow, so true, bestie. Yeah, like, if Vera, like, just leaves, I'm like, okay, cool. Great. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) And, yeah, that is the end of our episode. So, oh, gosh. Ship of the week? Jamber? Uh, yeah, I think Jammer's like the only ship that we got content. 
This wasn't a very ship-heavy week. I mean, there was, like, a tiny petty moment where she was like, oh, now that I'm dating Junior. But I would say Jamber for this one. And then Brain Cell the week? Were any of them smart? Um, Fabian picked the lock and also came up with the cover lie for Trudy. Sure. Why not? We'll say go Fabian, as usual. All right, so I think we're going to play Mad Libs for our game today. So there's one called Hangover Cures. Should I do that? Why not? All right, and then our plot twist is going to be instead of going to one of us, if there's asking for a name, I'm going to pick from the Ship It or Rip It Cup to really spice it up, make it different. All right, so Laura, can you give me a part of the body, plural? Legs. Emily, a plural noun? I love how I always forget what a noun is whenever we do this. <laughs> Person, place, or thing. <laughs> Houses. And I got a noun. I'm going to say mask. Laura, a noun. Can we pull a name for a noun? I think it'll specifically say, like, person's oh. name, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Horseshoe. That's very specific. <laughs> no, my brain is uh, unhinged or an anti-gross. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, adjective. Blue. Me, plural noun. Um, amulets. Laura, adjective. Cruel. Emily, plural noun. Reflectors. <laughs> I also like how I was trying to remember the word reflector, so I was like, next time I get asked now, I'm say reflector. And then I forgot. <laughs> but you remembered in the end. Ooh, number. Four. Uh, noun, Laura. Uh, dog. <laughs> or should we do jackal? Yes. <laughs> sure. Or this. Emily, adjective. Sparkly. Me, noun. I don't are we gonna even get people's names? I don't know. That's why I was like, can we start pulling names for noun? I think you're gonna have to just pull from the cup for a noun one of these. Yeah, alright, I'll do this one. I got Fabian. Laura, noun. Should I pull again? Yeah. <laughs> Jerome. Emily, adjective. Red. Red. Mm-hmm. Mm, me, noun. Should I do a name again or do an actual noun? Do an owl now. No, no. Um, dollhouse. Oh, here we go. Laura, name of coworker. So I'll pull a name for that one, right? <laughs> yeah. My coworker is all the Anubis kids. Eddie. I, I work at Anubis House. <laughs> <laughs> With Eddie Miller. Hey, he could have went back to New Jersey. You guys are coworkers now. <laughs> yeah. We work at the cabinet company together. <laughs> Eddie's a kitchen designer, confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, adjective. Purple. I only know colors, apparently. <laughs> Me, part of the body. I'm going to say hand. Alright, here we go. Hangover cures. You're unsteady on your legs. You're breaking out in cold houses. And you have a splitting mask ache. A splitting mask ache. <laughs> yep, it's a hangover and you need help. Cure one, the bloody horseshoe. There is no blue substitute. The curative amulets in this cruel drink are astonishing. Cure number two, the coffee cure. Many reflectors swear that nothing equals four cups of black jackal to rid you of that sparkly headache. Cure number three, the shower cure. This one works like Fabian for most people. (laughs) Stand under Jerome and alternate between hot and red water. Okay. 
<laughs> if these don't work, get on your cell dollhouse and call Eddie. If he's a purple friend, he will cover your hand at work. The end. <laughs> he's a purple friend. I like how it told us to get under Duro. We're in the shower with baby Duro. <laughs> Okay. Alternate between hot and hot. Cures all hangovers. Alternate between hot and red water. (laughs) So is that like hot and really hot water? (laughs) Oh man. Well, that was that was fun. I was a little skeptical about how that was going to turn out, but it ended up being funny. So, so. That's it for this episode, guys. Also, just a heads up going forward, we're going to be posting bi-weekly instead of weekly. It'll just make it a little bit easier for us to get the episodes out. Um, like we've mentioned, we kind of have lives now. We didn't when this podcast started. So it, this will just like help us give us more time to record and also edit. So thank you for your patience. But we're back on schedule now. No more like two month hiatuses on accident. I love that accidental hiatus. <laughs> we, we love when the two-month hiatus is literally accidental. Also, uh, can I just say, as someone who's been, like, kind of tracking, like, our listenership since we posted those two new episodes, I'm glad you guys are still tuning in. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, besties. I thought we'd see a significant dip and take a while to climb back up, but you guys you actually guys like there. us. They like oh. us. So, yeah, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys in two weeks. And uh, in the meantime, follow us on social media. Our Twitter is Anubis Podcast. Our Instagram is Anubis Backwards Pod. Our TikTok is Anubis Backwards Pod. I think we may have some new listeners from there because we've been posting on there recently. Um, Tumblr that we barely touch is anubisbackwards.tumblr.com. And uh, really, all of our links are in our like Twitter and Instagram bio. So if you if you go there, you can find us anywhere. But yeah, that's it for now. We'll see you guys soon. Sabuna. Sabuna. There's so much I wanted to say. The way I see it is anyone. Sabuna besties.